let's, uh, I'm glad I just checked that just okay. now. Take two. Take two. We are actually recording this time. Okay. Welcome back to Bat Rankings. Come for the Batman. Stay for the sad news. Uh, yes, as we are recording this, this is the Friday, November 11th, yep. 11.18 a.m. And yeah, we just got the news that Kevin Conroy, of course, longtime voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne since Batman the Animated Series, on through currently on Batman Beyond, and if we're mm-hmm. if we don't catch up with him because of nuclear war, <laughs> uh, on into Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and the Arkham games, yeah. and, and a couple other direct to DVD animated movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he has uh, dead at sixty six of cancer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was a big part of our lives, clearly, and I'm, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we always, well, Ben, every yep. time he, he gets a, a quiz, you've seen those stupid Facebook quizzes, yep. who's your favorite Batman? They have them all listed, but they never have Kevin Conroy. Ben takes the time to comment, yep. Kevin Conroy, and I'm always liking it because it's true. I mean, they're thinking Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clinton, you get the idea. Yeah. But to us... Yeah. Our definitive. There have been other very good batsmen. There's, you know, uh, say what you will about Adam West, but he was he was the there. right Batman at the right time. You've got uh, others. There's Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, uh, the new kid, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, he was just fine. Uh, but he, uh, he, I mean. Yeah, but Kevin Conroy, he hit so few actors get both the Batman and the Bruce Wayne right. Yeah, and I think it was a first. Yeah. I think he was the first to have a Bruce Wayne voice and have a Batman voice, which yeah. was helpful because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it was in that... I, I remember even as a kid watching uh, On Leather Wings, which was mm-hmm. his first go-round in the role, mm-hmm. but in that episode... He makes he's on a phone call mm-hmm. and he makes mm-hmm. the Bruce Wayne voice come out mm-hmm. while you're seeing him in Batman costume, and that was when it first clicked in my head. Even as a kid, oh shit, that's that's such an amazing creative mm-hmm. choice. Yeah, it's it's cool. I, I I remember that. Yeah, he says like, hey, wh- hey, what's up, Doc? <laughs> but he's wearing the full cape and cowl, and he's at his back computer. Yep, and it was so it was so weird hearing that voice. And seeing that face yeah. and just realizing how different the personas were. So we're going to... We are, by the way, bat rankings. We yeah. didn't really do our spiel, uh, but uh, yeah, I think, you know... This needed to be brought up. Yeah, it, This is the elephant in the room. There's no way we could just record. Yeah, we can't just jump into it. Yeah. So, uh, But we did, in fact, watch, watch Ace in the Hole today. Yes, we did. Uh, it's the second season finale of Batman Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess we start off with uh, they're doing some errands. Bruce Wayne needs to go see a chiropractor, <laughs> and uh, you mean they don't have just have like a tricorder that they can just wave over you in the future. I was and, thinking Bruce is so rich, yeah. have that chiropractor home, you know, make a home call. Yeah, that's I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're right. But uh, maybe he just wanted to get some, you know, some stretches in. I, you know what? With no Alfred, no anybody in that house, like it's got to get so boring in that giant fucking house all alone. <laughs> yes. So, uh, uh, Terry's in charge of walking ace. Yep. And uh, Bruce says, give me like 10 minutes. I got to do this thing and, you know, let him go for a walk. Yep. And, but Ace doesn't want to go for a walk. He wants to go for a run. 
after some dude who Ace is real mad at for some reason. Yeah, at first I thought he had tassels on. <laughs> He's got a red scarf. Okay. Uh, so this red scarf uh, trench coat wearing gentleman is running and he's got a gun. Yup, he's, yeah. Terry's at first like, what's, what's got Ace all riled up? And then the dude starts shooting a gun at this dog. Yeah. And you realize, okay, yeah, Ace is onto something. This is a bad dude. Yeah. Nobody really knows why yet, but he runs. He There's a getaway vehicle. He jumps in and speeds off. And mm-hmm. Ace has yanked the leash right out of Terry's hand. And he's taken off after this car. Yeah, uh, which sucks because, you know, Bruce... It's like, uh, what happened? Uh, the dog bounced out of here. Has he ever done that before? No. Yeah. Never done this behavior before. And in fact, I like this, that there is a line. Terry even says, by this point, he's in the Batmobile canvassing the streets, trying to figure out what's going on. And uh, he even says, why didn't you ever put a chip on him? And <laughs> Bruce, nice little bit of passive aggression there, says, because he never ran away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm sure you've all remembered. It, it, I wouldn't say they have a bad relationship, but Terry and Ace have uh, a little bit of conflict with each other. Yeah, I think by this point, they've had their little team up. You know, they've got a, a good working relationship, yes. but there doesn't seem to be much affection there. Yeah, it's not a buddy, buddy, hey, puppy, can I scratch your belly? Yeah. No. <laughs> not that Ace is ever super friendly to just about anybody except Bruce. No, nah, that's true. <laughs> Probably likes Terry more than anybody else by this point. Yeah. Other yeah. than Bruce. But uh, anyway, Terry's uh, Terry's talking it over with Bruce and he's saying, look, I got to find the dog. And, and Bruce is like, no, mm, business before personal stuff. We got to find this gun that Terry had had managed to snag. And uh, Bruce had run the serial number. This is a, a stolen gun last reported destroyed at a police impound. So illegal gun yep we're we know this is a bad dude terry you got to come back to the bat cave ace is a survivor he'll be fine but you got to do the thing where you look at all the different faces on the bat computer and figure out who this dude was yeah we got to do that forensic sketch artist thing but with a computer because it's the future exactly and luckily they're able to get a match Yep. And it is a gentleman who is known for having a long record, but uh, dog fights. Yep. I called him Michael Vick in my notes. Nice! <laughs> Michael Vick made me a very strange offer, but I'm going to hear him out. Always take the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. I forgot about that guy. <laughs> um, but yes, so we know now why Ace was so pissed at him. Yep. And I, I, I like the undercurrent because... Ace was kind of Bruce's only friend for seemingly a long time before he met Terry. I like that it's nice and underplayed. You can tell that this is... That Bruce is really concerned, but he doesn't overplay it. He's not panicking. Yeah, there's no tears or, or you know, anything like that. But yeah. just and a it, solemn look. Yep. And in fact, he is always the one to to say, like, okay, obviously we're both worried about Ace, but we got to take care of business. Yeah. But as as Terry goes off to uh, to follow a lead, uh, Bruce is flashing back to. Well, actually, this is not Bruce flashing back. This is Ace flashing back because we see things from Ace's perspective that Bruce would have no way of knowing. Bruce says quietly, "What did he do to you, boy? We 
you know, do the Wayne's World. <laughs> uh, Ace was found at a pound as a little puppy. Yep. The villain, uh, Michael Thick, <laughs> has a deal with one of the dog nappers. Yep. Uh, and to find, you know, big dogs that will be good in a fight. Ace is a hound. I think he's of a mix that is good for dog fights. I don't know. Yeah, they they say at least partially Great Dane, which okay. that that tracks. I mean, he's he's huge. Yeah, they look at his paws and they say, "Look at that! It's going to be a big one." Yep. And so I'll take it. Yep. This will he... be a good one. <laughs> and we get a little montage of Michael Vick, you know, training Ace to be mean and cruel and using electroshock and just as vicious as he can make him, but. On the day of Ace's first fight, the cops break in and break up this... They ruin all the fun. Uh, yeah, no dog fighting yeah. for anybody. Get out of here, Michael Vick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ace, uh, he's out of there, and then he's, you know, he's a lost straight. Going down alleyways. It's not the best part of Gotham City. Yep. In fact, it might be the worst. Crime Alley. <laughs> so uh, Bruce Wayne is doing his usual thing. He's got a, a limo driver. It's not Alfred. Nope. Uh, is I, I like how you can sort of vaguely date this because he is still in the limo that we have seen from Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Um, and with still wheels, hover cars are apparently not a super common thing yet. So this Ace must be an older dog by this point. Yeah. Because he is an adult dog by this point. Yeah. But uh, yeah. He's Bruce is making his regular pilgrimage, but there's a clown. Yeah, this clown. He, I guess it's Christmas time. Yeah, we we see it's snowing, it's cold out, and this clown is just chilling in the in the dark alley and tries to tries to mug old Bruce. I thought it was mistletoe. <laughs> he, he put some, uh, I don't know, some Christmas thing in the air. I thought he was going to ask Bruce for a kiss. He does not. No. He Basically, wants money. he wants money. He wants maybe, to mug him. Maybe he wants a kiss, too. Maybe. But, you know. It's the holidays. It's a lonely time. Exactly. But mostly money. It's a hard time. It is. Uh, <laughs> Bruce has to deal with that. And, and the clown is, is is dealt with. Time to put the flowers down where his parents were shot. But unbeknownst to him, that clown's still there. Yep. Well, you say unbeknownst to him. It's a matter of interpretation because, oh yeah, by the way, Ace is in this dark alley too. And yeah, I forgot. Bruce Bruce kind of catches eyes with him and is. it's just kind of one of those, you you cool? I'll leave you alone, you leave me alone type yeah. things. But I, the yeah, the clown mugger is coming up behind old Bruce with a pipe and Bruce gives a look that makes me think any moment he's going to do that thing where he just backhands him in the face without <laughs> looking. But Ace doesn't know that. He just sees a dude who's about to get attacked and Ace says, fuck that. I'm not about that. I'm Ace the Bat-Hound. I'm going to tackle this mugger. And the mugger goes down, and, and uh, Bruce is like, get out of here. Go on. Yeah. So the mugger takes off, and the dog gets hurt in the scuffle. Yep. So Bruce scoops him up, which this is a huge dog. Yep. But Bruce yeah, bundles him up in his coat and carries him into the limo. And home, James. And it's going to be my dog now. That's Yeah. Welcome to the wonderful life of a billionaire's mansion. <laughs> so that's our little flashback scene where we found out Ace's origin. Now Ace is still on the street and that evil dog napper finds him. Yep. 
finds him, uh, tries to scoop him back up. But uh, meanwhile, Terry's using the old Terry noggin. Mm -hmm. He's got a plan, and he dresses up as the Red Baron again. That's right. He's got the glasses, (laughs) uh, the steampunk look, everything. I I love that this is Terry's go-to disguise. It works. It's like uh, Matches Malone for for Bruce. That was exactly what I thought. I don't think he does. I've been calling him the Red Baron, but I don't know if he ever gives a name. You know what? Red Baron it is. (laughs) Uh, He puts some bandage on his arm. He's he's basically pretending to to train dogs himself, and he wants a piece of the action. Yep. He tracks down some some known dog fight enthusiast thugs, and he's sort of following him, and they notice him following him, and they grab him and say, Hey, what's the deal, wise guy? And he says, Well... I heard you guys like dogs. Yeah. Me, me too. I got a dog who's so fucking mean. Look at my bandaged arm that he chewed up. I heard you might know a guy. And they're impressed with his moxie and say, yeah, we do know a guy. Give this guy a call. They give him a card. Yeah. Apparently, Michael Vick has a business card. I don't even fights. have a business card, but they got a business card. And so <laughs> Terry takes it. Yep. Now we know where to go. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, it's offshore. Yes. <laughs> it's on a boat. Whoa. Free boat ride for three. Apparently, that's where all the cool dog fights happen now. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're televised. Yep. Terry is sneaking in. He's like, there's nobody here. Where's all the, the big crowd? Like the Mortal Kombat crowd. Everybody chanting, you know. <laughs> where Where is it? There's yeah. nobody here. And it turns out it's all automated now. Terry stumbles right into the arena somehow. Yeah. And there's there's no live crowd. It's just all webcam drones mm-hmm. that stream the whole thing online. And there's Michael Vick saying, Oh, you Batman, you sneaky devil. Why don't you fight my giant mutant dog, though? Yes, uh, we forgot to mention there's chemicals that are used to make some kind of steroid. And they put it in dogs to make them big vicious anime looking dogs yes also the the steroids are flammable i forgot yes <laughs> yeah, they are flammable it's not a batman cartoon without <laughs> some explosions yeah so yeah batman had uh, had checked out the lab and there was a scuffle there was a gunfight big explosion take yep. a shot enjoy yep. yourself but uh, also what these hormones are used for are making giant mutant Glenn Murakami dogs with no neck. Yes. So they let out the biggest of the big dogs. He's about the size of an elephant. Uh, Terry's got to fight him. Meanwhile, Ace is in a cage. Yep. Uh, And uh, in the scuffle, his cage winds up in the arena and he's able to get out. Yep. He's, He's fighting Michael Vick while Terry fights the giant mutant dog. I like... I keep saying giant mutant dog, and I mean one of our running gags in the animated series was uh, oh, which one was it? The the Catwoman episode. Oh, Cat Scratch Fever. Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah, <laughs> Batman fights a dog. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is actually a good one. Yeah, like, it's a big dog. I I I feel like this dog is a seems to pose a pretty good threat. Like yes. at, at one point, he gets Terry entirely in his mouth and is chewing on him. Yeah. And when Ace finally makes him spit Terry out, like the bat suit's all mangled. You see the circuitry. Like It's a real cool look. It's a good, I buy this dog as a threat. I would like to buy a Batman toy. Battle Damage Batman. Ooh, that would be a cool that toy. That would be a good one. Or like, 
maybe the there are plastic panels on it that break off yeah! so that you could yeah I like that alright get Hasbro on the line yeah they put a little battery this. in there so that the red uh, uh, circuit marks kind of glow a little yeah, bit yeah light up make it happen yeah speaking of batteries that is in fact how the giant dog goes down Terry shoots what we at first think is a grappling hook into yeah. his mouth turns out it's an electrical cable and he plugs the other end into that big like arc reactor looking thing in his belt and gives him a real good zippy zap. Yep, that does the trick. Uh, and uh, Michael Vick gets captured. Yep, and Ace is returned to Bruce's loving arms and thus ends Ace in the hole. Yeah. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's a very direct, straight-ahead mm-hmm. story. Not a whole lot of twists and turns, but... I was never bored. I'm glad. I mean, I would have never thought, hey, let's write an episode involving the dog. But here it is, and I'm glad they did it. I, I think you need an origin story for Ace. I, I think you really do. Yeah. It, yeah. But uh, it's, it's a good Bruce episode, and mm-hmm. we've kind of been lamenting that there's not a lot of Bruce in the second season. That might be a show note. Uh, we yeah. don't know for sure. But if I had to guess, yeah. a studio was thinking, hey, maybe more of the kid and less of the old guy. Yeah, well, it's more high school hijinks. That's what the kid's like, right? Yeah. You don't want to see these geriatric folks. They can see... They can see that every day on Matlock, and Teenagers, we can't compete with that. They don't need role models or heroes to look up to. No, children are the future, and old people should die and get out of the way. They want chili and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're going to have to see on a, on a scale from zero to chili and fucking. Yeah. Where does this episode rank? <laughs> With science. <laughs> All right. I'm a disciple of science. All right. Well, as, as far as young hip people go, obviously Reginald. Reginald's as hip as it gets. Yeah, he's, you, you know, I was I was really skeptical last week when he got possessed by Satan. I remember that. I'm glad you did, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't think it was going to be the cool thing, but apparently all his classmates in high school are getting possessed by Satan. It's just, you know. That's the new thing. You know, remember when we all had fanny packs in the 80s? Yeah. Possessed by a demon. So, you know, I was against it at first, but I'm not too proud to admit, Reggie, I was wrong. Being possessed by uh, Satan himself is your choice. Yeah. And as long as you consent and Lord Lucifer consents, then th- there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's a life choice, and we respect your life choices, son. And, and speaking of life choices, why don't we go ahead and put our lab coats on and take our pants off? Woo! <laughs> All right, we got our master list here as I I pull up what is definitely the science machine and not my phone and see 50 new notifications saying, did yeah. you hear about the thing? Yeah, yeah. you're going to get that all day. I'm oh, yeah. going to get oh. that all day, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Rebirth, Deadman's Hand, Hooked Up, Lost Soul, Shriek, Meltdown, Disappearing, Ink, Ascension, Armory, April Moon, Mind Games, Blackout, The Winning Edge, A Touch of Karari, Eyewitness, Babel, Splicers, Once Burned, Hidden Agenda, Golem, Earth Mover, Matlock the Judge, Egg Baby, Revenant, Spellbound, Where's Terry, Zeta, The Last Resort, Sneak Peek, Joyride, Final Cut, Heroes, Terry's Friend, Dates a Robot, Bait Rack, Centuries of the Last Cosmos, Plus Four Rats Play. Yeah! <sighs> God damn it, Terry's Friend, Dates a Robot, and Centuries of the Last Cosmos, not even back to back. Right? Pay- I gotta fit payback in the middle there. <laughs> yeah. But I did it. Nice. <laughs> All right. Finally, two great tastes together. <laughs> Remember, everyone, rats and plague are two separate episodes. They it's are not. True. They are not plague rats. And they're both at the bottom. They're, yep. But 
totally separate yes. non-rat-related plague and non-plague-related rats. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see if Ace in the Hole... Oh, we're starting with the showstopper. Kenny, is it yeah. better or worse than number 22, Matlock, the judge? I'm an old man. I hate everything but Matlock. It, I think it's better than Matlock, the judge. <laughs> I concur. There's there's a lot of heart and soul. Yep. So, um, yeah. Matlock, the judge, was was clever, but it never tried to tried to tug those heartstrings. Now, if you do want to still hear that song, remember, just Google it. Yep. I, I, I got to put that in the show notes. That's the right thing to do. <laughs> Still a good song. Unfortunately, though, you won't hear it today. Yep. Yep. Not today. But in the meantime, let's see if Ace in the Hole is better or worse than number three. Hooked Up. I got the hookup. That was the, um, not the first Spellbinder episode, but the one where Max Max. gets addicted to the VR machine. Oh, I think that one's better. Yeah, I'm going to concur. Okay. Yeah. Good Max, yeah, yeah, and, and Lord knows those are few and far between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not none Although of them, she's, though. She's improved. She has. She from, has a lot. From what I remember, at like age eighteen, nineteen, that yeah. is way better now. Oh yeah, I remember her being just the worst. Right, and she's you know, it's not not the. I was about to say not the best character, and obviously she's not. No. But, but honestly, she might be top three. Could have been worse. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. Absolutely. All right. In that case, is Ace in the Hole better or worse than number 12, Blackout? Is that ink? That's ink. I believe that's the first ink episode. I'm I'm inclined to go for that one, the ink one. Yeah, they're both pretty straight-ahead stories, but... That one had some real good... Ink's power set just makes for a fun episode. It's a... It's a... Yeah. Yeah. All right. In that case, is Ace in the Hole better or worse than number 18, Once Burned? Oh, that's a 10. Yeah. The one where she comes back and... I think this one's better. Yeah. I did not really want... I didn't like where they went with that storyline. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a story that you can tell, but the way they went about it just wound up making Ten, who was a character that I really liked in her first appearance, mm-hmm. wound up just making her look like kind of a sap. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and concur. Okay. All right. <laughs> Remember the, the clown was trying to get like laid in a lot in a, 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 a yep. was it a locker? No, uh, it was meat- a, a freezer. Freezer. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> you know where where all the hip young thugs that's, go. That's where I lost my virginity. Yeah, <laughs> in freezer. <laughs> in between the T bones, we'll talk about T bones, uh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Disgusting. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, how do we feel about Ace in the Hole versus number 16, Babel? It's the one with the shriek sound. Gobbly talking. Yeah. Uh, I think this one's better. I'm going to concur. Yeah. Although that that did introduce us to, was his name Ollie? The, uh, yes, the his, pitchfork guy. The pitchfork guy. Or, uh, the sex fork guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and you know what, though? I'll give this to the possession by Lord Satan. Uh, Reginald hasn't gone near that tuning fork since no, he's totally he didn't broken even think about it. it. Yeah, 
I mean, he's doing a lot worse stuff. But, I mean, the, the fork is gone. Yeah, well, you know what it is. It's it's Pavlovian conditioning. Every time he goes near that fork, Satan gives his head a spin. And he oh, doesn't like that. yeah, I know. Yeah, so yeah. it's just broken him of the addiction. Got it. <laughs> All right. In that case, we're getting real close now. Is Ace in the Hole better or worse than number 13, The Winning Edge? That was Splicers. Was it Splicers? Um, no, no, Winning Edge was the drug no, one. No, 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 you're right, you're right. Slappers, not Splicers. Yeah, yeah it was the, the steroids. Now we're getting closer. Yeah. I'm inclined to give this one the edge for having a little more heart, but mm. this one is a very simple straight-ahead story, and that one had... A couple more twists and turns and fun set pieces. So I'm not married to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to go with the ace one. But I think we're, we're real close now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm mainly going with the ace one because I like the subtle nuance of Bruce Wayne. Actually showing a tender side without showing it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You knew he was worried. I, I think they I think they played it exactly right. I right. think any more expressive with his worry and he'd be like, Really? Mm-hmm. This is this is the dude who sent fucking twelve year old Robin up against the Joker. Yeah, and we forgot to mention at the end of the episode there's really no dialogue. Yeah. Terry just kinda like nods yeah. at Bruce and acknowledges like here he is. I mean, his suit is battle damaged. They clearly were in a big fight. But there's no, like, thank you so much, a big hug, or anything like that. It's a very nuanced performance. This is a cartoon. But I I actually enjoyed that ending. It felt right. Uh, Yeah, I concur. Yeah, I've I've noticed these Batman Beyond episodes especially have a tendency to end kind of abruptly. Mm -hmm. Like, it often ends without much dialogue, with just whoever going home to whoever yeah. or but in this one i i feel like it worked because it was all you needed mm-hmm. yeah so that settles it that's gonna put ace in the hole at the new number 13 spot okay just below blackout and just above the winning edge Nice. yeah seems about right yeah and let's see what we're gonna be putting in our holes next week <laughs> <laughs> it is king's ransom yes uh, season three, episode one. It's going to be our big season premiere. And if you couldn't guess by the title, it is the return of the Royal Flush Gang for a third go around. Here we go again. Yeah. So uh, I've I've been saying over and over. I remember the show getting a lot better in the third season. Stick with us, people. And I've, <laughs> I've had multiple people on the Discord too saying, "Yeah, I was watching along, and I kind of I'm I'm like three or four weeks behind at this point." Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. We've yeah, been in kind of a slump. Yeah. So we'll see if we're back on the uptick. I think, I mean, this episode already was, it was, it was we're a, over the hump. Yeah. I don't, you know, knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think as a season finale goes, this was a, a good note to go out on. Right. So we'll see whether we can keep that streak going next week. Okay. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Wyski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HPI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. I, I just dropped the Twitter thing again. Fuck, I was going to delete okay. that. 
I, it's okay. I, I started to try to switch over to Mastodon, which is where everybody's going when they leave Twitter. I've never heard of that one. Nobody has. It's not okay. a good... Like, the advantage to it is that it's a decentralized, like, one person can't just buy it and make it a shit show. Okay. But the downside to that is that the user experience is not great. It's not. It will get. There'll be another one down the line. Yeah, it's, somebody will do something. Yeah. Remember when we all thought we'll Napster? Remember that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. everybody got a thing. Yep. No, nobody's ever going to replace MySpace. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> something else will take it over. Yeah. On the other hand, Facebook's still somehow limping along. Still there. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. And you can always find the two of us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings. You can pledge us one, five, or $10 a month. You can send us a voice message. You can uh, subscribe on your podcast of choice. You can tell a friend. Yeah. Uh, we like them all. We do like them all. And we'll like seeing you next week for King's Ransom. Bye, everybody.